Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. Welcome to episode 162 of the English with Kirsty podcast. And today I want to tell you about something that I'm doing at English with Kirsty. It's um, a pilot project at the moment, but I'm thinking of opening it more widely. So it's like a new service that will be available from English with Kirsty. But I also want to talk more generally about the topic because this isn't just going to be a, a selling podcast. There, there is something that I'm um, going to be offering later. But I just want to start by talking about the general idea because I think for many of us, we start off learning languages or learning anything at school. That's our first introduction to you know, a place of learning. And then as we become adults, we often sign up for things on our own. So most of the people that I work with are doing one-to-one -one courses. I've got a couple of small groups going, um, generally people that know each other and that want to learn together. But most of the time I work with individuals and that's great for a number of reasons. You know, you get the one-to-one -one attention, you get the help with the problems that you have. Um, you're not moving at a pace that doesn't work for you and that's too fast or too slow. So, you know, generally that is what people want and it's what people want me to help them with. And it's also the way that people want to learn because I did try to run some group programs for people learning together and they, they didn't really work out because it was like herding cats trying to get everyone together at the same time to do the same thing. And so I, I don't do that now. But <laughs> one of the things that came up with my students was that they wanted to practice with other people that were learning. Um, and they didn't really have a place to do that. They could look for language tandems online, um, but because they weren't part of a, a bigger course, they didn't have any peers, any other students around them. And having this kind of thing can be a good thing um, for a number of reasons. So even if you're not thinking of doing um, what I'm going to be talking about, there are, there are other reasons why it's good to find other learners. It can be in, in different ways. It can be people that you meet up with locally. You, you know, you can ask, is there, say, an English learning group? Um, one site that's really good for that is Meetup. Um, I don't know if it's in all of the countries where I have podcast listeners, but certainly I know it's in the UK because I use it for other things. Um, and I believe it's in Germany too. Um, I don't know about the others. I think it's definitely in the US because it's a, it's a US site. Um, so, um, but for whatever country you're in, it would be, you know, you would need to check. But Meetup is a really good site for finding people that have similar interests to you locally. So if you're looking to meet up with people face to face for events, it's a good place to start. Um, and of course, there are Facebook groups. I have a Facebook group, which is just more for like, you know, posting things that, that might be interesting for people. Um, um, and there are other Facebook groups too for English learners. Um, but the good things about learning with other people is you can help each other. You know, a teacher can explain, um, can answer questions, but other learners can help one another too. So maybe somebody needs an explanation for something and another learner can help. You know, if somebody is a bit further down the track than you, then they can also help. I mean, you have to be a little bit careful with that because some people will only give an answer if they're sure about it. Some people really want to help, but the answers they give are not so great. So <laughs> it's good to check, you know, be mindful of, of whether people are as good as they think they are or, or whether they always check things out. But learners can definitely help one another. 
by explaining things or by giving more examples or even passing on information because I find a lot of the best resources that I find for language learning have actually come from my students, things that they found and then I pass them on to other students who I think would like them but um, students are really good for hunting out good language learning resources because that's what they need, that's what they're using. So um, yeah, it's other students are really good for, for that when it comes to learning and finding other resources. Um, so other ways in which they can help, it gives you a reason to practice the language. So if you're learning something in a lesson and you think you understand it, if you are writing or speaking with other people, that gives you a reason to practice the things that you've learned. And generally, if you practice something, it's more likely to stay in your head than if you read it, understand it once and then forget it until the next lesson. So this active use of the language is really good. And one good way to do that is um, working with other people who are learning too. Um, it keeps the language as a regular part of your day too so it's not just oh I have English lessons on Thursdays for example and so you think about English on Thursday and maybe Wednesday night when you realize you haven't done your homework um, if you have something that's more um, that's kind of open all the time and more constant then you have a reason to practice more regularly without thinking oh I should really do some English if, if somebody's written you a message or if you see something that you'd like to comment on then you're more likely to want to do that and you have a reason to do that rather than having to create a reason to do that. And also other people's questions can help you and um, you can learn by watching other people asking questions and, and finding out what the answer is to that. Maybe it's not a question that you'd ever thought of asking but when somebody else does you can also benefit from the answer. Um, I think sometimes it actually helps when you have other learners around because it doesn't feel as daunting as, as communicating with a native speaker because you know that you may make mistakes, that the other learners will make mistakes and it's not such a big deal. Whereas a native speaker can probably help you more in terms of vocabulary or correcting things, you know, that they, it is their language. But at the same time, if you're learning with other learners, you're all in the same position, you're all learning. so. The problem with making mistakes isn't isn't such a big deal. Um, I think there are some days when we all feel more positive, other days where we have less energy and less um, motivation to study a language. And if you're working in a smaller group with other people, then yeah, you can help each other out because hopefully not everybody's having a bad day on the same day. So on your I can't be bothered day, somebody else might be having a let's get this done kind of day. So, you know, you can really help each other to to keep each other going. Um, also, you might think you might not have much time, but if you if you have a reason to use the English, then instead of thinking, oh, I need to find a couple of hours to watch this film, you can think, oh, look, somebody's somebody's messaged me in English. I can respond to that quickly while I'm waiting for the bus or, you know, whatever you're doing. It doesn't take long to quickly respond to someone, whereas it might take longer if you were going to do some kind of language learning exercise that was more formal or more structured. Um, and I think sometimes the events that are held for language learners, I I don't want to be unfairly biased against them. Big events are not my thing. I feel much more comfortable in, in smaller groups of people. Um, that's not to say they're not a good thing, but it's, yeah, you need to find someone else to promote them because they're not the kind of thing that I enjoy. However, um, working one-to-one -one or with smaller groups is a lot less daunting and a lot less noisy than, than being in something big. So, um, 
I just wanted to tell you what I'm doing with my students at the moment. At the moment, it's the pilot project that's just um, for people that are having lessons with me. But I thought I would talk about it here because if anyone else is interested, um, let me know because then I can um, I can see how much interest there is and perhaps make some some other groups available later in the year. So we are having a WhatsApp club. Well, we're having two actually because there's there's one for beginners and lower intermediate learners and one for upper intermediate learners and advanced learners so two groups um because the level the language level is going to be too different to put the advanced learners in with the beginners it isn't really fair on either group so i'm splitting it up into two groups and we're having whatsapp groups um I haven't really used WhatsApp in language learning before. Um, I did use it a bit for when I was doing the, um, there's another program, it's called 30 Days to Improve Your English, but some of that involved tasks that people had to do, speaking tasks, and we used WhatsApp for that, um, giving feedback and doing the speaking tasks. So I, I did that. And then one of my other students was using WhatsApp with a friend to communicate in English. And I thought, actually, this is this is possible that we could use this on on a wider scale because I'd already had someone saying that they wish there was some kind of English club, um, but I'd had the problems where uh, that I explained before it's difficult getting everybody together at the same time. So I I kind of parked the idea of an English club because um, of the problems that I encountered last time. However, um, a club doesn't have to be everybody meeting in the same place at the same time. You know, we can move into this kind of new way of thinking whereby. It's about communication, so you don't always have to be physically in the same place. Um, and that's one of the good things about online learning. You know, you can be with a teacher in, a, in another part of the world from you and still have the learning experience. So we're using WhatsApp. Um, we're having groups of people. I'm assigning people to the groups. Um, I will be in each group because it's something that's running as an English with Kirsty service, but there will be no more than five students in each group. So there might be less, but no more than five. Um, and that's because I don't want it to get too big and too impersonal, too overwhelming. The idea is that five people get to know each other um, and help each other. I will be there to help too, but it's not a teaching group it's it's a learning and practicing group so the whole idea is that people practice their english um, using the the voice message tool within whatsapp so you can record a short voice message and send it to the other people in the group or by writing a, a normal text message in the group um, so it's going to be on a monthly basis people pay for a month and that means they can they can be part of the group for that month and if they enjoy it then they can pay for another month and, and keep extending it for as, as long as the groups run and as long as they, they want to stay in there. So you don't pay for attending a specific meeting, but you pay to have access to the group for that month. Um, and benefits of that are that you don't have to find other language learners at your level. Um, you have people there that you can write and talk um, with that they want to learn English as well, like you. I will be there as a group leader. so. If nobody say anything, I will get some conversations going, ask some questions to get people talking. Um, I can help if somebody's struggling with the language. I can answer some vocabulary questions, but I'm not there primarily as a teacher um, because this isn't English lessons. It's not a cheap way to get English lessons. It's the focus here is on the group dynamic and, and practicing with others and using English as a way to communicate with some, some other people who are learning too. But I will be there, I can help, I can give tips and, and comments as 
as a teacher, but it's not actually a course where people are coming to learn. Um, so we're going to be doing that. We're going to have maybe some topics some weekly topics. And the idea is that people are not tied to a schedule because, you know, people are busy. People have lots to do. They have jobs. They have children. Sometimes they have studies. They have all kinds of other stuff going on. So we're not going to say you have to come at this time and, and, and respond at this time. It's it's open. Hopefully people won't be sending messages in the middle of the night because it will wake some people up. It won't wake me up because I, I put my phone on silent. But, you know, hopefully people will be respectful of that. But the point is that if you have time in the morning and somebody else has time when they get home from work, it doesn't matter because you can respond to anything you think is interesting um, and just contribute to the group when you have time. So that's basically the idea that I'm trying out with my students. Um, and I wanted to ask on the podcast whether anyone else would be interested in, in a group like that. So it is a paid service. It will be a small fee, but there is there is a fee for being part of the group. Um, but it's it's just a way to to find others who are learning to practice your skills, whether you want to focus on writing or speaking. It doesn't matter. Both are possible in WhatsApp. Um, we could maybe have a WhatsApp call with with all of the group or everyone who can attend. If if that happens, then that, you know that's possible too. Um, but that's not really the, the plan. It's just something that may evolve. The main point is having people um, with whom you can practice your English on a day to day basis. You know, just um, sharing with them, asking questions, talking to them. And, and using WhatsApp because WhatsApp is really popular. I, I don't know if it's popular in all the countries where people are listening from, but here in the UK, a lot of people use it. I'm in various groups with different groups of friends. I do use Facebook Messenger probably more, but um, some of my groups will only use WhatsApp on some of my friends. So that's if I want to stay in touch with them and be in those groups and I need to use WhatsApp as well. And, you know, it is that there is the charge for your data, but Otherwise, it's a relatively cheap way to communicate with people, especially if you've got a Wi-Fi connection, then you're not paying for the data anyway. So um, this is what I wanted to talk about today. If if this kind of thing isn't for you, then that's no problem. Um, I just wanted to highlight some other reasons why learning with others is good for you and, and can help you. And as I said, there are other ways to do this. You don't have to do it this way. Meetup is a great way to meet people. I'm sure there will be similar um, websites and services in, in other countries too. But if you are interested in something like this, then do let me know because if, if I do open up other groups or if spaces become available, then it would be good to know <laughs> that you're interested so I can tell you um, when, when we're thinking about doing that and give you more information if you're interested in, in knowing more or if you have specific questions. So if you have specific questions, you can go to the show notes page for this post, which uh, for this episode, which is englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 162. And there is a form on there. Alternatively, you can email podcast at englishwithkirsty.com. Remember to spell my name properly. It's not Christy. It's englishwithkirsty.com. Uh, podcast at englishwithkirsty.com so you can send me an email like that you can do all kinds of things really you can find me on facebook i've got a facebook page for english with kirsty twitter is english with k just the letter k because kirsty would have made it too long so english with k um, i'm on linkedin i'm on sing i'm 
on all kinds of places so you know have a look if you want to get in touch and ask anything about this new whatsapp club you can otherwise if you want to give any feedback about the podcast or any suggestions or things you want to be covered in the podcast then i'm open to listening to those kind of suggestions as well Uh, there will be no podcast next week because i have a week off um but i wish you you know i hope you have a good weekend have a good week and have fun learning english I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.